Not one Democrat has, because this fucking microphone decided to shit on me, not one Democrat has decided to view 99.9% .9 of the unredacted Mueller report, ever. Chairman Nadler is asking the Attorney General of the United States to break the law and commit a crime by releasing information that he knows he has no legal authority to have. And this was Sarah Sanders, who's the White House press secretary. Not a single Democrat has even taken the time to go and look at it. They're asking for information they know they can't have. The attorney general is actually upholding the law. And this is why it's such a big deal. The left and the Democrats and Fatso Nadler and that rodent Schiff are all out there grandstanding, saying that we can't have peace in the Republic until we see the unredacted Mueller report. We want to see every last syllable that was written in the Mueller report. Well, you fucking assholes, go and do it. You could see 99.9% .9 of the Mueller report, but you refuse to do it. Why won't you do it? Well, the reason is, is because you know it's all bullshit. The whole Russiagate and obstruction of justice angle is nonsense. You know it's nonsense. Weissman, who was uh, Mueller's number two, was relying on a very, very vague, gray interpretation of what obstruction of justice actually is. Weissman wrote this vague interpretation of obstruction of justice during the Enron scandal when he was the one writing the fucking law for Enron. Arthur Anderson, the accounting firm that was doing the work for Enron, subsequently went out of business and became, was it Ernst & Young? Yeah, it became Ernst & Young. And four years after Arthur Anderson went under, it was determined, whoops, they didn't have to go under because they did everything legally. And Mueller and Weissman, who was on the Enron case, just destroyed tens of thousands of lives because they were, had a political agenda going after Enron. It's all horse shit. And, and you know what? These people deserved to be thrown into the brig. They deserve to be tarred and feathered, throw them into the gallows, because I would love to throw a banana cream pie right in Comey's face. I would love to take a big-ass fucking cannoli and smush it right into John Brennan's mush. I would love—I mean, you have no idea. I would love to take a giant-ass cheesecake and just wing it at that dwarf from the Keebler Elves, John Clapper's just big old forehead. I would just love to wing all of it. Notice how I'm not saying I don't wish to physically hurt anybody, just hit them with the comedic stylings of a pie or cake. The Brookings Institute 
they they decided to hold a meeting with former Department of Justice Inspector General Michael Horowitz, and he was uh, James Baker. You know, along with James Baker. Well, not I I I didn't read this properly. Okay, so the Brookings Institute decided to interview James Baker. And James Baker is, quote-unquote, nervous about Department of Justice Inspector General Michael Horowitz. Why? Because James Baker is under the gun. He knows that the whole Russiagate obstruction of justice angle is bullshit with no evidence to support any of it. And it is nothing more than a political trick to stymie Trump's presidency. That's all this is. That's all this is. So now you see all of the mainstream media coming out and trying to get ahead of the story to say, well, no, 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 Russia Gate and FISA warrants and the FBI, whatever they did was all justified. Don't, no, 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 don't be bad. Don't be angry. It was all justified. We do this all the time. We insert informants and spies into the Clinton campaign, into the Trump campaign, into the Bernie Sanders campaign. We do it all the time. If you run for government office, just expect to have some sort of FBI spy in your midst. Although, according to Comey, there's no such thing as spying. It's just observations. I, I can't stand Comey. He is some—he's just this pious, gut pigeon gut sucking moron. This this sanctimonious hypocrite. If anybody deserves to be thrown in prison, it should be James Comey. Ugh, ugh, what a horrifying individual. Baker made clear to the Brookings Institute that he wanted to speak as openly as I possibly can about the origins of the FBI's investigation into Donald Trump. The Washington Examiner's Jerry Dunleavy reported that Baker said to reassure the American people that it was done for lawful, legitimate reasons and was apolitical. Oh, you are so full of shit. Okay. Attorney General William Barr, James Clapper, and the CIA's former chief of counterintelligence have concluded that the Obama administration absolutely spied on Donald Trump and his campaign. So if this is the... And you've got Comey out there. He's going to CNN. He's just going and saying... Oh, William Barr is less than honorable in the way he previewed the Mueller report and his summary and still continues to talk as if he's the president's lawyer. Stop it, you fucking idiot. You treasonous piece of shit. You've you've got to realize you are part of the problem, Comey. You are a traitor to the Republic. You tried to be a pivotal cog in the coup to overthrow a duly elected president of the United States. And now the chickens are coming home to roost and you're trying to get ahead of the story to make you look like you are this sanctimonious, pious, 
holier than thou, pure as the wind-driven snow, operative within the FBI, the former director of the FBI. So that you can say, we only did this to protect the republic and make sure that Donald Trump was not compromised. Okay, so let me just provide this little bit of insight. Somebody that is elected to the presidency of the United States just doesn't waltz into the White House. They go through background checks. They go through all sorts of vetting processes. And do you really think that the United States government does not have access to every single text message, phone call, email, sex message, picture that is sent across Donald Trump's email server or cell phone. Do you really think the United States government does not have access to any of those items? Do you really think the United States government did not vet all of those sources of communication before Donald Trump actually sat into the White House. Of course they did. They've got all of it on file. All of it is on file. It is disgusting what these people do. The Brookings Institute's host said, so how nervous are you that the investigator general is going to report Obama's big guy, James Baker, said he's always nervous about the investigator general and that they're coming in after the fact to look at what we did. So right there, they're telling you. They're telling you right now. That they didn't do things the honest way. And they're looking into, they the government, they're looking into what Baker and Obama and Clinton and Comey and Clapper and Brennan and Steele and Stroke, and Fusion GPS Simpson, they're looking into all of that stuff. And how we reached this point two and a half years into the presidency of Trump. They're looking into every little detail. Baker defended the agency's handling, the FBI's and the Department of Justice, the agency's handling of the Steele document, which Steele, by the way, was forced under oath in a British court of law to say that all of the Steele documents sources are unverified and all the claims in it are unverified. So basically what he did was take hearsay and made up bullshit and report it to the CIA and the FBI and the Department of State and the Department of Homeland Security and the Democratic National Committee and Hillary Clinton and the mainstream news outlets and John McCain, that piece of shit. All of it's bullshit. All of it's a lie. Baker defended the, the agency's handling of the Steele dossier, saying, we're not stupid, the FBI. We're not stupid. The FBI was careful in the way it used Steele's reporting. 
we have an obligation to take that information seriously and to be highly skeptical. You go to work. You try to validate it. We don't just swallow it hook, line, and sinker. We are the Federal Bureau of Investigations, not the Federal Bureau of Collusions. Bullshit. Bullshit. You didn't validate it. You did swallow it hook, line, and sinker. You lied to the FISA courts to allow the FBI and the CIA and the Department of Homeland Security to spy on the Trump campaign, to spy on anybody involved with the Trump campaign in real time. You, he's nothing more than, a, than an apologetic son of a bitch. How dare this person? How dare Baker say that the FBI vetted the Steele dossier? Even after Comey was fired, fired from the FBI, Comey said that there is no direct evidence that the Steele dossier is true. All of it is unverified hearsay. That's what, that's what Comey said. And you got this stupid asshole out there speaking to the Brookings Institute saying that, oh no, we're the FBI. We are apolitical. We look into every single claim of collusion with Trump, into, with Russia. I mean, we look into all of it and we're not a bunch of more. You, you're, you're right. You're not a bunch of morons. You're a bunch of fifth columnists trying to overthrow the presidency of somebody that was duly elected, whether you like him or not. You're a bunch of conspirators trying to overthrow the government of a president that was duly elected, whether you like it or not. And the chickens are coming home to roost on all of this, and you are in hot water. So is Comey. So is Clapper. So is Brennan. So is the English government. Great Britain. So is Clinton, the DNC, Simpson, Steele, all of them. Stroke, Page, Bruce Orr, Nellie Orr. Explain to me why Nellie Orr, all of a sudden, she was working for the CIA, then works for Fusion GPS, and just so happens to take up the hobby of ham radio broadcasting. I, it's seriously? Are you, stop it. Stop it. Just, I'm so worked up about this. And finally, before I go, because I'm pissed off at my microphone, uh, Adam Schiff, this fucking asshole, <laughs> he's, no, 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 you can't look into Joseph Biden, you can't look into Hunter Biden and the Ukrainian corruption scandal and the Chinese corruption scandal. You can't look into any of that because that's just off bounds. If you investigate any of those leads into Ukrainian and Chinese corruption and the Bidens, then you are asking for a foreign government's assistance in the 2020 electoral cycle, and that is illegal. That is a no-no. You can't do that. Really, what Adam Schiff is saying is that, yeah, Joseph Biden and Hunter Biden is guilty of all sorts of horrible things, and we don't want you to look at it. Hunter Biden was involved in an energy deal he was on the board of directors for an energy company in the Ukraine. And Joseph Biden, while vice president, said, I want you to, he said this to the Ukrainian government, 
I want you to fire the attorney general because he's looking into my son's dealings. Otherwise, if you don't fire the attorney general, we are going to deny you over a billion dollars in guaranteed loans from the United States. And according to Joseph Biden, son of a bitch, he got fired. Gee, nothing wrong going over there. Joseph Biden's son, Hunter, was paid $50,000 per month while on the board of directors of Burisma Holdings in the Ukraine. And Joseph Biden said, I had no idea. I had no idea my son was on the board of directors of Burisma. This is shocking to me. Listen. Listen, you old fuck. If your son, Hunter is on the board of directors for two goddamn years. I'm pretty sure you know that your son is on the board of directors for Burisma Holdings. Don't tell me that you don't. I mean, it's just shocking to me. How come nobody is going after this asshole? Where's Google? Where's Twitter? Where's CNN? How come they're not doing any sort of investigative journalism into Joseph Biden and Hunter Biden and their corruption and leveraging United States government loans to do what they want, what, what is best for their family, not what's best for the citizens of Ukraine, not what's best for the American public, but what's best for their family. And how do they get more money into the coffers of the Biden dynasty? How come nobody's investigating this angle? And how come this moron, Adam Schiff, this little rodent, you could see him just crawling out of a fucking molehill somewhere and, and gnawing on a carrot or a tuber? How come nobody's going after Schiff and saying, you piece of shit? How come you're not... A, what, what do you mean don't look into Biden? What do you mean that if you ask into Biden's awful, awful record... This is treasonous behavior. How could you even say that? Disgusting. Disgusting. Hunter Biden's firm was also linked to a private equity deal with a Chinese bank. And the New York Post is reporting this. The deal was worth over $1 billion. And Hunter, is, Hunter Biden is associated with all of this. Peter Schweitzer is reporting this. If it sounds shocking that the vice president would shape U.S.-China policy as his son, who has scant experience in private equity, clinched a coveted billion-dollar deal with an arm of the Chinese government, that's because it is. Peter Schweitzer is basically calling bullshit on the Bidens and saying Hunter Biden has no business being involved in a private equity deal. And the only reason why he's involved with this is because Joseph Biden was vice president at the time and they were throwing around American power, United States government power. Schweitzer connects the dots. Without the aid of a subpoena power... Thank you very much. He brings up a couple of points. Hunter Biden and his partners created several LLCs involved in multi-billion dollar private equity deals with the Chinese government. The primary operation was Rosemont Seneca Partners, 
an investment firm founded in 2009 and controlled by Hunter Biden. John Kerry's stepson, Chris Hines, and Hines' longtime associate, Devin Archer. The trio began making deals through a series of overlapping entities. In less than a year, Hunter Biden and Archer met with top Chinese officials and partnered with Thornton Group, a Massachusetts-based consultancy headed by James Bulger, son of famed Whitey Bulger. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what's going on here. According to the Thornton's Group's Chinese language website, Chinese executives extended their warm welcome to the Thornton Group with its U.S. partner, Rosemont Seneca chairman, Hunter Biden. Officially, the China... Uh, the China meets were to explore the possibility of commercial cooperation and opportunity. However, the details of the meeting were not published to the English language version of the website. <laughs> the timing of this meeting was also notable. It occurred just hours before Hunter Biden's father, then vice president, met with Chinese President Hu Jintao in Washington as part of the nuclear, nuclear security summit. And perhaps most damning in terms of timing and optics, just 12 days after Hunter and Joseph Biden flew on Air Force Two to Beijing, Hunter's company signed an historic deal with the Bank of China. The state-owned financial behemoth often used as a tool of the Chinese government. It was an unprecedented arrangement, the government of one of America's fiercest competitors going into business with the son of America's most powerful decision makers. Chris Hines claims neither he nor Rosemont Seneca Partners, the firm he had had part ownership in, had any role in the deal with Bone High. Bohai Harvest, excuse me. Nevertheless, Biden Archer and the Rosemont name became increasingly involved in China. Oh, so on and so forth. Do you really honestly believe? And then you've got Joseph Biden. He's out there saying, well, China is really not a big deal. China isn't as bad as everyone makes it out to be. China is our friend. They're helping people. They make stuff. They allow normal folks. Just like me, I'm a regular strap hanger. I ride the metro from Maryland to D.C. every day. I'm a regular lunch bucket Pete. Lunch bucket Joe. There's nothing to see here. There's plenty to see here. And Adam Schiff is a piece of shit for not allowing anybody or trying to downplay the connections that the Bidens have to the Ukraine and also to China. So this is going to be a juxtaposition. Who does the electorate care about more? Is it either China's interests or American interests? Is it going to be Joseph Biden or is it going to be Donald Trump? This is what the election of 2020 is really going to be about. And it's going to be a doozy. I don't see how Joseph Biden is going to make it into the nomination. I really don't. Because Joseph Biden is so corrupted. He's so disgusting. When Just stop touching kids and stop necking on women and stop creeping on them like some ghoul from a crypt. And once you get past that, then you've got to look at his familial ties to various countries and how they're involved in overthrowing democratically elected governments. And this is the person you want to be president. This is the person that the left is promoting out there. Joseph Biden. Borderline pederast. 
and corrupt official going back decades. And by the way, Joseph Biden also said the United States needs a wall. And Joseph Biden also said that the federal government should go after companies that hire illegal immigrants. Now, all of a sudden, he's for no wall. We must hire everybody. Everybody gets Social Security. Everybody gets a free college education. Everybody gets free Medicare, Medicaid, whatever else you want. More bullshit. I'm done. I'm toast. I'm done for tonight. I just pointed out Joseph Biden's bullshit. I'm tired. And my microphone's acting up. So that's it for me. You've been listening to the Cafe American podcast. Don't be seduced by Joseph Biden. He's a piece of shit, just like his son. And always remember that I will be broadcasting to you day in, day out, week by week. You can listen to me on Podbean. You can listen to me on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also find me on Instagram at the Cafe American Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, Cafe American CD for my initials. You've been listening to Chris Michaels. And if you have any questions at all, feel free to get in touch at any time. Because I'd love to talk about more stuff than American politics. And I wouldn't mind delving at all into more esoteric topics like theology and other stuff. That's it for me. And maybe I will join you later this week. Once again, this is the Chris Michaels. Uh, not this Chris Michaels. This is the Cafe American podcast. I'm your intrepid host, Chris Michaels. Listen to me on Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher. Until next time, gird your loins. <laughs>